I'd like to tell you about Anchor. It's an app that you can use to record your podcast for free. Anchor will distribute distribute your podcast to different platforms from Spot from Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, anywhere you want. You can also make money with with your podcast with minimal listenership. All you have to do is go to Anchor for free. Hello, everyone, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Victorious Ones podcast, the place where gaming meets comics, meets sports, meets movies, meets inspiration. Of course, my name is King Von Jr. You can follow me on social media, on social media on Twitter at three hundred one King Von Jr. You can follow the show's Twitter page at Victory Pod One. You can follow me on Instagram at Mister King Von Jr. You can follow the show's IG page at, Victor, at Victorious Ones Podcast. And of course, I'm also a social media producer for the Unpopular Reviews Wrestling Show, Perfect Plex Talk Radio on Mondays. And of course, this show, um, of course, this podcast is also sponsored by UPR as well. And of course, in honor of Women's History Month and International Women's Day, I would like to give a women's wrestling spotlight on the legendary ninth wonder of the world, China. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Victorious Ones, Victorious Ones podcast, the place where gaming meets comics, meets sports, meets movies and inspiration. As always, you know, I like to say in the introduction, um, and of course, my name is King Von Jr. You can follow me on social media, you know, if you're watching by way of, by way of um, you know, Facebook Live and, you know, and, uh, and YouTube and, and things like that, um, you know, of course, my my handles are right at the bottom of the screen on Twitter at 301 King Von Jr. Um, of course, you can follow the show's Twitter page at Victory Pod One. Of course, on IG, Mr. King Von Jr., you know, so on and so forth. And of course, I also have my WordPress website as well, the Victorious Ones podcast at WordPress.com. I'm trying to find a way to shorten that. Um, you know, and, and of course, you know, of course, uh, of course, uh, of course, this podcast also, um, also has a Facebook page, Victorious Ones podcast you know, a Facebook group, but, um, you know, but, but of course, you know, like without further ado, I want to say happy, um, international women's day, you know, to all the amazing, uh, women, women out there who are, you know, like I said, who are absolutely pioneers and trailblazers and continue to, um, you know, do incredible, amazing things to move our society forward. You know, first and foremost, I want to say uh, happy international women's day to my mom, you know, of course, you know, she's a, she's a survivor um, in so many different ways. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, so, of course, congratulations to her, you know, you know, especially, you know, especially being a cancer cancer survivor. Um, but, yeah, you know what I mean? So, like, that's incredible to me. Um, you know what I mean? So I've been I've been given, uh, you know, Women's Day shout outs like all day. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, and of course, uh, I you know, I certainly want to, you know, but, you know, but, but of course, like, you know, at least. Uh, without you know at least a little side note I also when um <clears throat> you don't want, want to talk about you know my experience from uh friday night friday night smackdown it was absolutely incredible the road to wrestlemania is you know really starting to starting to heat up in certain ways but in other other ways there's still a little bit less left to be desired um you know the tribal chief roman showed up and completely just straight up overshadowed uh homelander cody you know put him put him to shame on the mic um, you know what I mean? And so like he was the biggest 
you know, that interaction was the biggest reason why, you know, what we had such a huge turnout on, on Friday. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, like, you know, like I said, that that SmackDown DC absolutely delivered in more ways than one, you know, and so I was proud to be a part of it. Even though I was sitting like uh, right behind the WrestleMania sign, but like I said, it's because yesterday's price, not today's price, you know, and, uh, you know, of course, of course, of course, during the night, uh, Rhea Ripley beat Liv Morgan by submission, you know, by tapping out, you know, by, by, by making her tap out, um, you know, so we have more of a, like I said, more contenders for the IC title, you know what I mean, including Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Karrion Cross, yada, 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 um, you know, so, you know, I, I think it's, it's only a matter of time before we see Ray versus Dominic um, at this year's WrestleMania for it to be confirmed. You know, so you know, so as far as far as the, as far as those as far as things like that, um, I know at the end of SmackDown, uh, you know, like, uh, so um, I know, I know, I know at the, I know at the uh, at the very end of SmackDown, like as as as, as a show went off the air. Um, you know, like, you know, like they have definitely had some some pretty good, uh, you know, sort of dark matches, as, as they say. Um, Charlotte def- defended the title and defeated Sonya Deville by way of the figure eight, and then Cody Rhodes defeated Finn Balor uh, with Crossroads. You know, but you know, but like like I said, it was it was it was just an absolute experience to say the least. Um, shout out to you know, you know, like I said, shout out to those that, that you know that uh, you know that, that that came that that came out. You know, of course, I'm been sharing pictures, pictures on social media. You know what I mean? So, you know, so of course, um, shout out to a friend of mine. Uh, his, his name's Tyrell. You know, you know what I mean. So I can, didn't get a chance, get a chance, didn't get a chance to take a picture with him or whatever. But I know he was there. Um, of course, you know, shout out to Doctor D as well. You know, uh, from Doc. You know, of course, the guy who brings podcasters, wrestling podcasters, this community all together. You know, he's the one that that really unites us all is one, you know what I mean? Um, you know, so, so like I said, shout out to him, uh, Corey, you know what I mean? Everybody else, um, uh, you know, of, of course, you know, give, give a shot, you know, of course, uh, Brian, you know, Brian H, you know what I mean? So of course him, uh, shout out to queen PR from those wrestling girls who showed up, who, you know, who came all the way, from, you know, who came about four hours away from New York here to DC just for, you know, for Friday night SmackDown because she knows that Rome is the real deal as well. You know what I mean? And of course, that's, um, you know, as of this recording tomorrow, uh, is her, um, you know, is, you know, is her, um, you know, is her co-host, her partner, her tag team partner, Krista B's birthday as well. You know, um, happy early birthday to her, you know, and, and, of, and of course, um, like I said, I finally got to, got a chance to meet Britt Waters, you know, who, who's also, um, you know, who's, you know, um, you know, also, also the, you know, um, also, you know, who also works at, um, you know, the local, local, uh, news station, you know, I mean, here in DC, Covers the Wizards, a huge wrestling fan as well. You know what I mean? So, um, like I said, you know, shout out to everybody that that just came. You know, j- just I mean, it was it was a unit. You know what I mean? So, like I said, and I look forward to seeing how things will be when it comes to uh, you know WrestleMania in of itself. How much more of an experience that's going to be? Um, but you know, like I said, you know, without further ado, since I got that out the way, the main thing that I want to cover, the main topic um of discussion i've been waiting for this ever since i saw the doc the annie documentary in honor of international women's day and women's history month i want to highlight you know in, in, in fact in fact the very first um women's spotlight 
episode was last week was, of course, um, Mercedes Monet right here on the shirt. Ours formerly known as Sasha Banks. Love that episode. So, you know, so, of course, this episode, I want to cover the ninth wonder of the world, China. You know, China was a, a pioneer when it came to uh, women's empowerment, when it comes to wrestling, when it comes to just, um, you know, just being more bold and, and just not being afraid of having strength, you know, not being afraid, you know, to show off her strength, you know, but also um, have that feminist side as well. You know, so China absolutely embody that in so many ways. And I absolutely and I certainly enjoyed um, Annie's presentation of it. I really I really see, um, you know, uh, you know so, um, I really see too much, you know, I really, see, um, see, you know, see too, see too much of, of the vice um, you know, uh, uh, Vice episode, you know, uh, actually, I think I did see, see some of the Vice, you know, I didn't really see it as much of, um, of the Vice episodes as I saw this, but, um, but yeah, you know, you know, but, but the thing is, I think this, this is, you know, this, this was a documentary that really did her justice and really painted her in the best light possible, you know, m- much like what I've said um, about the Bret Hart episode, about the Stone Cold episode was great. Shawn Michaels as well. Those are like my top three when it comes to um, these uh, any documentaries, and and this China episode is about to be in that conversation. You know, nothing about it was a hit job. You know, the way that, uh, to be honest, I felt like the Macho Man episode was a hit job. Um, Ultimate Warrior, absolutely. Well, Warrior was more consistent with, um, you know, the narrative about him anyway. So. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's, it's just like a common pattern when it comes to that. But all that aside, like I said, you know, I, you know, I just absolutely enjoyed um, the presentation for China. And so, you know, so, of course, um, it has like, like it's presented in different chapters of her life and of her career and everything. And, so, you know, so, so of course, um, starts off with her upbringing, her childhood. You know what I mean? So you know, so she so she came up and you know, and, you know, in a you know, like you know, let me slow down. Um, so of course, you know, she came up, um, you know, at, you know, at, at a, you know, in a really at a really hard time. Um, you know, you know what I mean? So, you know, so you know, so she came up, um, in an environment that was very abusive, very alcoholic, and things like that. And so, um, not only that, but she was also the youngest of um, three siblings, right? And so it's just like I noticed there was a theme, like she like no matter what she did, it was like there was a there's something about about it where you know she couldn't really catch a break, um, you know, in, in more ways than one. So for Joni, you know, China's real name, she used uh, weightlifting and bodybuilding as a way of escape. You know that that was her safe haven. You know and she always had dreams of being somebody special, like a larger than life female superhero type of figure, you know. And um, you know, like you know, and, and I think you know, thing is, and for her, um, body bodybuilding, you know, was that for her? You know, so so, so of course, um, she graduated. Uh, you know, so you know, so you know, so of course, um, uh, after she graduated high school. You know, see, so, you know, I think she you know, went, went to like the University of New Hampshire or something like that, and um, uh, you know, and, and of course, uh, you know, sorry, so you know, and of course, I graduated from there. Um, I forgot exactly what, what her degree was. You know, it might have been like 
um, you know, uh, you know, probably like political science or, you know, sociology, or, you know, something like that. Right. Um, you know, you know, but, but, but you know, but, but of course, um, another thing about, you know, another thing they talked about, you know, when it came, when it came to, you know, when it came to China's uh, background was that um, even after parents divorced, uh, China eventually, eventually moved in with the dad and her relationship with, you know, apparently with, with the dad, um, you know, I guess, uh, start, started to get better. And so, you know, so he even, even gave, apparently like gave her encouragement or whatever, but, um, you know, but, you know, and of course going from there, as, as I said, you know, as far as her graduating, you know, from college and then, you know, and, and just establishing, establishing this life of her own, you know, and, and so, um, China, you know, apparently, uh, you know, apparently, apparently China was so great, um, at what you know, at what she did when when it came, you know when it came, when it came when it came to bodybuilding, when it came to, to just keeping herself in the greatest tip top shape as possible, eventually, um, there are those who caught notice, and story goes the most fam- you know the, the the most you know the person who you know who's who's um most associated you know for sort of discovering China, and um you know and making that call to WWE was none other than Shane McMahon. You know, um, and you know, so, you know, so of course, you know, so of course, with that, um, that opens up the, like I said, that opens up the, op- opens up, opens up the door, you know, to, you know, to, to her connection, connection with WWE, and event, you know, eventually, you know, connection with Hunter Helmsley, aka Triple H, and um, you know, and, and so of course, she was trained by Killer Kowalski, who was who was also uh, Triple H's trainer. And so, you know, so, so um, you know, so, so of course, it, it wasn't it wasn't very long before, you know, um, she would be featured on TV and featured in a prominent way. And for those of us, you know, for those of us who all know uh, China's career, she made her debut. Um, once, you know, so, you know, she she made her de- debut. I want to say um, on the episode of Monday Night Raw. You know, so, so it was, apparently it was like a match between uh, Triple H and Goldust, and China's in the crowd and she puts Marlena in a sleeper hold, you know, and, and strangles her. And so everybody's just looking, you know, just, just, you know, every, you know, like, it's just like all eyes on her and everybody was, you know, just, just dumbfounded and just fascinated. Like who is this lady? You know, like she was some, somebody that they had never, ever seen before on WWE or WWF uh, television at the time. You know what I mean? So, you know, so it's just like, I mean, you know, automatically, as soon as she's on the TV, um, eyes are glued to her. You know, like you know, and, and not to say that she overshadowed Triple H, but at the same time, it's just like she was just so much of a big deal, a major attraction. That's why they called her the ninth wonder of the world. So anybody who's an attraction to wrestling, they call them a wonder. You know, it's call them some type of wonder. You know, whether it's Andre the Giant being known as the eighth wonder of the world. You know, China was the ninth wonder of the ninth wonder because she was just so much of a spectacle you know just so much um you know just a sight to behold you know and, 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 of, and of course um she made she certainly made, made her mark um that night and from that point on they just kept the ball rolling and so she became triple h's uh bodyguard you know bodyguard you know enforcer and then you know eventually and of, you know, of course all, all this occurred um in 1997 so by the time we get to that summer, uh, Triple H and his click, you know, and, and his um, his best friend, best friend from the click, Shawn Michaels, 
get together and form Degeneration X, you know, and, and, and of course, and of course, China was, you know, was an integral part of that group. And I need to say this before I go any further. China is just as important, as equally as important to the foundation of DX as Shawn Michaels and Triple H, you know, and I've said this over and over, you know, whether it was um, from my Shawn Michaels episode or my Triple H episode as a trio, if I compare, if I could compare DX to um, a legendary hip hop group, you know, trio, it'll be run DMC. HBK is run. I mean, like I said, if I said this before, you know, in the, to pair, in the words of Shawn Michaels, if I said it once, I said a thousand times. Um, HBK was run. You know, you know, the guy that's, you know, the most vocal, um, the face of the group, if you will, you know, the, the one that's most prominent, um, you know, when, when it comes to the songs, you know, things like that. Um, HBK is run. Triple H is DMC. China's J Master J. You know, um, not too many words, but they are absolutely effective at what they do. They don't have they don't have to say much of anything, but you know that they will execute, you know, in, in the background. So um DX was something that that WWF had never seen before. Um, you know, you know, you know, so, so there are those who, you know, you know, who may, you know, who may allegedly, you know, compare them, you know, to, you know, as NWO ripoffs and knockoffs and things like that. I mean, you know, like there, there are certain things that DX did, you know, that, you know, that, you know, that the NWO, I guess you could say, you know, didn't really do as much, you know, especially when it came to, you know, that, you know, the over the top, you know, sort of sophomoric type of humor. You know, and and the and the fact that DX, like I said, they were counterculture, they were non-traditional, and the reason why a big reason why they called D Generation X is because all three of them, all three of them, are part of Gen X. They're part of Generation X. You know, side note, Gen X, born from 1965 to 1980. So, you know, like I said, they all fit within that within that generational age group. You know, and and they carried themselves that way. You know what I mean? So, you know, so, so they, so, you know, so, so they were non-traditional, um, innovative, in your face. They will say whatever was on their mind. So, you know what I mean? So, so they, um, they came at the perfect time because society was was growing, um, in edge at the time. You know that the society was 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 developing a sharper edge, more cynical edge, and things like that. You know, hence that's why Stone Cold Steve Austin took off the way he did. It was it was such a major popular super debris big deal you know what i mean so like you know other than austin rock dx was right there when it came to that um that that expansion because this was at the time that you know that, that we had um jerry springer howard stern those are the more popular um shows at the time so wwf had to you know had to reflect that in so many different ways
in the same way. Um, you know, I guess I had a little bit too much to drink, but you know, as far as this, as far as water, you know, just to clarify that. But um, like I said, you know, like like I said, DX was um, in your face. You know what I mean? Like, excuse the expression, zero Fs given, if you will. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, they, they were over the top. And China was um, the foundation, the muscle to really uh, reel them in and keep them in check, if you will. You know, and in fact, when the documentary, Shawn Michaels even said that, that um, you know, that China was, you know, was a lot like uh, a mom figure, you know, even though they were older than her. But, you know, but, but, but still, you know, like I said, you know, she was the one that, you know, that, that, was, that was more like the mom figure, you know, the one that, that was really babysitting, you, you know, even though, um, you know, even though, even though Sean's documentary, they said, you know, Triple H, uh, you know, you know, was was a lot of ways a babysitter as well. But but especially between those two, she was certainly, um, you know, the backbone, the foundation, you know, the, the backbone of, of that group, you know. And, and so, um, like, like, like I said, you know, it's, it's just that, you know, like, like and, and the thing about it was that. Um, everybody saw that she was a needle mover. Everybody saw that she was um, a money maker. You know, what I mean, that, and that's why, you know, you know, that's why initially, you know, for much of her run, China was put in these um, angles with men. You know, China was the type that you could put her in the ring face to face with Stone Cold Steve Austin, and you believe it. You know. China, China's, China's the type that, you know, that, that, you know, that, that, that you know, like I said, you know, that, that you could believe, um, that you could believe her, you know, given Gorilla Press Slam, to, you know, so, you know, I said, you know, to both HBK and Triple H, you know what I mean? Like, you know, she, she's the one, you know, like I said, you know, she, you know, like I said, you know, you know, that, that type of thing. Um, you know, like I said, you know, she was so believable. She was very much ahead of her time, you know, and, you know, I mean, I mean, she, you know, she was, you know, built unlike any other woman that that we've ever seen before. You know what I mean? And and and, and so you know, and, and so um, you know, like I said, you know, like I said, her presence was vital. It was crucial. She dominated, and you know, it really, she transcended the women's division. She transcended women's wrestling. You know, because because there was no other woman who could match her from a size standpoint and from a believability standpoint. You know, and um, like you know, you know, you know, and I, I, like I said, that's that's why I, you know, because continuously say that she transcended, you know, uh, women's wrestling. Not not saying that it was beneath her or anything, but it's just that, you know, we look at we look at the competition of itself, and then you look at her, it's just like you know, can we really, you know, um, have any stack anybody stack any anybody up to her, uh. And have it seem convincing, seem believable, you know, and um, you know, like you know, and, and it's and, it's, and, but you know, but anyway, like like I said, you know, as far as that, um, China was, you know, like I said, you know, like like I said, you know, like, like I said, um, you know, um, China was involved in a lot of um, you know, like I said, you know, a, a, you know, a lot of um, very, you know, like I said, very very pivotal, uh, mem- memorable uh, DX moments, like for you know, like for instance, um, the DX. Uh, State of the Union address, you know, which was um, a dig at when you know, you know, like um, you know, at, at like at like USA Network, or whatever, you know, you know, you know, um, you know, I guess you know, like I'm telling WWE to you know to, to censor 
you know, the sense of their program and things like that. And the way that DX took that and flipped it around was absolutely incredible. It was certainly amazing, you know, and, um, you know, you know, you know what I mean? And so, you know, like I said, you know, like I said, you know, like I said um, China was uh, right at the center of that, you know, um, China was instrumental in helping, you know, like I said, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know and helping help a triple h um become european champion and retain it um against the likes of owen hart you know stuff like that you know and also and also even even after um sean michaels uh you know even after sean michaels um had his first retirement you know uh china was a constant figure in dx you know and, and of course then after wrestlemania this one triple h took over and you know and became the new leader of dx and you know it, it took over took over and it formed his own dx army and that's when they brought in uh, x Pac and the new age outlaws and um one, one of my favorite dx moments obviously was when they invaded wcw you know or you know um, or, you know or, or at least you know at least invaded wcw on, on the outside you know so um you know i mean so you know so, so you know so as far as that like i say you know like you know like i said you know like i said just because of like I said, her affiliation with DX and, and just what she meant to them, um, you know, I said automatically her, her popularity, you know, it was, was really starting to, it was, you know, it really skyrocketed, you know, like I said, you know, when she, you know, she just became um, uh, more in demand, you know, and, and also speaking of helping, helping Triple H uh, win a championship, she was certainly critical at uh, SummerSlam 1998, that, that ladder match against The Rock. Where you know, like I said, you know, where, you know, like the, the SummerSlam in nineteen ninety eight ladder match against The Rock, um, where she hit The Rock with a low blow, and Triple H became the new IC champion. You know, and so, so of course, um, during the High of the Monday, Monday Night Wars, um, like I said, you know, like uh, other than Austin, you know, like I said, you know, during the High of the Monday Night Wars, other than Austin and Rock, DX was right there, you know, at that level when when it came to um, carrying WW, WWF at the time. And, and 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 like you know, and, and further help, helping the two, helping helping them to um, succeed the way they did, and and to take advantage uh, during the Monday Night Wars, and eventually seize eventually seize control of that number one spot against WCW, you know, and um, like you know, like like I, like I said, you know, like I said, you know, like I said, um, you know, like I said, DX, you know, was you know, had, you know, had reached whole new whole new heights, um, broke new ground, you know, because of their experience in that in the attitude era now eventually um good things do come to an end so you know so you know you know so eventually uh dx would end up breaking up you know at least that that initial um uh run of dx they you know you know what you know actually actually know what you know what let me slow down um before i go any further before i even before i even go go ahead of myself excuse me Sorry about that. Um, so before um, I get ahead of myself, in January 1999, China made history as the very first woman to enter the Royal Rumble. She became the very first uh, female Royal Rumble participant in WWE history. You know, and and and, and not, not only that, you know, not only that, but she was very impressive um, in her showing as well. And so this is, of course, this is at the time where 
we started to see some swift transition when it came to DX, you know, um, you know, of, of course, you know, if, if, I mean, and of course, um, you know, just, you know, it just so happens that um, at my church, you know, uh, uh, my pastors, my pastors were preaching about the year of transition 2023. So um, this goes right along with it. You know what I mean? So DX uh, back in early 1999 started to go through their own transition um, as they you know, started to branch off and um, uh, sort of do, you know, do their own things. Hence, that's why China was um, in the, you know, in, in the, in the Royal Rumble. You know what I mean? And of course, eventually, you know, eventually by the time uh, we get to WrestleMania 15, that's when we start, you know, you know, you know, actually, actually, you know what? I keep going, you know, going ahead of myself. You know, let me slow down. Let me slow down. Kept going ahead of my going ahead of myself. One of the things that, you know, one of the fascinating things that the documentary also highlighted was. When China spoke, you know, when China actually spoke for the first time, you know, you know what I mean, and and, and like and like and, and the thing thing for me growing up, I always, I always wondered how China, you know, how China would sound, right? And so that night on Raw, you know, like, you know, let me on, you know, like, like I said, you know, let me saw, um, that night on Raw, when you know, when she first got, you know, when, when she first, um, uh, you know, like said, you know, when, when she when she when when she first spoke. Well, you know, like I said, like I said, when she when she when she first spoke, um, you know, on live TV, that was like I said, that was a, that was a big surprise for me. You know what I mean? So and so, um, I was like, all right, you know, like, you know, at least at least now we know that she has some type of personality, and I know that you know, I know that there was um, there was a segment, you know, where I know that um, there was there was a a segment uh where DX or you know all, all the men uh showed their you know, show show their show their behinds, right? And um, you know, and, and so got got to a point where you know, where China got fed up, and she was like, you know what, I'm not gonna let them overshadow me. And she ended up, you know, uh, doing that herself as well. And so, uh, you know, as I know I know uh, Mick Foley um, had a great relationship with China, great friendship with China, as did so many people uh, in the lo- in the locker room. You know, like I said, you know, at, at the time, you know, from Austin rock undertaker you name it you know that like you know she she's had a consistently uh great reputation all across the board so long so back to that long story short um mick foley was saying that um his daughter asked him you know why china uh did what she did and so he was like you know um i'm not you know you know even he you know even he couldn't really uh you know i guess even he couldn't really really explain at the time but I get you know. I guess you know. I guess there's there's more so to you know. Like I said, you know, more more so more so to showcase um, that China had another you know had her own personality, um, had another side of her, whatever the case may be. You know, even even though everybody's seen um, that she could have her own sense of, sense of humor as well. But you know, like like I said, like I said, you know, that, that was at a time where um, China was slowly but surely you know st- starting to. Um, display more sides of her character but anyway um you know like, like i said no more backtracking this time moving forward after um after the royal rumble uh, by the time we get to wrestlemania 15 that's when um we start to see you know that's that's when you know that's when not only do we see the cracks in the armor but the group um you know like i said you know but, but the group deteriorate you know self altogether. hence that's why 
Um, they all start, you know, started to have, you know, had, you know, started going their own separate ways. Um, Road Dog become Intercontinental Champion. Billy, you know, Billy Gunn, you know, sort of uh, Billy Gunn becoming the becoming the King of the Ring. And also, China was the very first woman um, to compete in the King of the Ring. You know, so, and and you know, and the, and the thing, you know, thing is not not only that, but no matter what she did, she was always impressive. You know, like you know, the thing is, China went above and beyond. You know, she had to. Like I said, you know, she had she had to exceed expectations. She had to supersede um, the expectations that the men and just the front office in general had of her. You know, no matter how big, how strong, how strong she was, at the end of the day, they still saw her as a woman and nothing more, nothing less. You know, um, you know, and, and, and so, you know, and so, and so, and so of course, um, Ch- you know, China, you know, found her found her own way. To just like I said, exceed expectations and and just to just to um, you know just to prove you know just to prove them wrong, right? And so in the aftermath of you know so you know of course um, in in the aftermath of the DX breakup, um, China you know I say you know you know I say you know China st- starts to grow in stature to the point where uh, she challenges Jeff Jarrett for the Intercontinental Championship. And of course, we all know how that how that went out, how that turned out um, in a, you know, and of course, leading up to that, um, Jeff Jarrett, you know, of, co- of course, you know, was cutting these very misogynistic promos saying that women uh, belong in the kitchen and all this type of stuff like that. And hence, that is where. So fast forward, you know, you know, fast forward, we see um, the good housekeeping match. So initially, quote unquote, initially. Uh, Jared, you know, supposedly at one, but then as he as he was leaving out, uh, Teddy Long, who was the referee at the time, rever- reversed that decision and was like, "Nope, let's have this match continue." So that was his way of saying, "Wait up, hold a minute, you know, hold on a minute, player, you know, whatever, you know, I can't really do the Teddy Long impression, whatever." Um, I guess, especially since I'm in front of a camera, gets get a little nervous of it, but um, you know, but but that was his way of saying, "Hold up, hold up, you know, you know, wait a minute, whatever." Um, you know, so he was like, you know what, let's have this match continue. So as you know, as he gets back into the ring, you know, you know, so of course, um, you know, so of course, uh, as um, as Jeff Jeff gets gets back into the ring, um, the match continues. China wins and makes history as the first woman to become Intercontinental Champion. The, you know, first woman, um, you know, to to hold a uh, you know, you know, to, you know to, um, to hold a male's uh, championship. You know, like you know, so, you know, so, so of course, um. She became the first and only female intercontinental champion in WWE history. So that in and of itself was monumental. It was something that we never seen before, never thought that we ever seen something that we least expected. You know, so that so that in and of itself was an iconic moment in and of itself. You know, and you know, and, 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 and of course, you know, of course, that, that was at the time um, with Jarrett end up leaving and going to WCW, and you know, and we all know how the rest of that turned out. So um, transitioning from Jeff Jarrett, China feuds w- uh, with Chris Jericho and gets a win over him, you know, and I think she's gotten like more than one win over him or whatever, but, you know, but, but, you know, but, but even with that, um, this is, the, you know, this at the time, you know, I so said, we, we were ch- with China's popularity continues to skyrocket, you know, uh, you know, like seeing it to the point, um, where she, you know, um, you know, at least for a period of time, 
she changed, you know, you know, you know, you know, so of course, you know, for for you know for for a period of time, she teams up with Eddie Guerrero, becomes Eddie's mama Sita, you know, things like that, and so you know, so so of course, you know, you know, like so of course, of course, at the time, where she was the Intercontinental Champion, and like I said, they made a great tandem, you know, I mean, they, you know, like I said, like I said, they made they had great chemistry, and I know somebody even asked me. If there were any similarities between China and Eddie and uh, Rhea and Dominic, and so I was like, to a certain degree. But the thing is, um, uh, China and Eddie um, were more believable. They weren't forced, you know. Uh, Rhea and Dominic is forced, right? You know, you know what I mean. And it's, it's just like you know, as far as as far as Eddie and China, you know, like I said it was great. You know, I mean, it, it was like I said, you know, I said, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, the, the chemistry was incredible. You know, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's, it's like I said, you know, that that was uh, that, that was like certainly one one of my favorite um, phases phases of China or stages stages of China's career because uh, this this uh, time where she wasn't quite as super duper buff. As she initially was um, with DX, you know, but she was still strong, and they wanted to showcase the more feminine side of her, you know. Um, you know, it's, it's like feminine but fearless and strong at the same time, right? You know, so, you know, so, so so that so that was uh, what they were get, what they were sort you know um, you know sort uh, what they were getting at when it came to China. And also at the same time, this is when other doors started to open when it came to uh, Playboy, right? Um, you know what I mean? You know, it's, it's, so of course, um, China made even more history by being by being on the cover of Playboy. You know, by uh, by being on the cover of Playboy, um, this was around the same time uh, that she came out with her own book, and I mean. Her star just rose, you know. She like she just skyrocketed, you know, like like she had never done before, you know. And so, with her rise in fame, with her rise in popularity, then that's when we started to see, you know, there were you know all these different uh, clashes behind the scenes, um, you know. What I mean, so, you know, so, so you know whether it was uh, her contract negotiation, where uh, you know, where she not just asked but demanded um more money you know uh bigger pay to the likes of um you know to the likes of her male ca- counterpart uh stars of the time your stone cold steve austin the rock the undertaker you know um along those lines but of course um vince said no not not just vince but especially uh Jim Ross, you know, Jr. who, you know, who was like the head of talent relation relations at the time or whatever. Um, he was, you know, he was the one that, that you know, that, that was, you know, that had the final say when, when it came to uh, these contract negotiations and stuff like that. And so, you know, so, so you know, so of course, um, uh, Jr. gave her a thumbs down, you know, and, um, you know, of course, of course, that, that was very, dis- very disappointing, you know, I mean, you know, you know, because the thing is, China was, was just so much of a trendsetter. She, you know, like I said, she was just growing by leaps and bounds. You know, you know what I mean. So, like when it came to uh, the top draws 
individually at that time, China was, you know, was in that conversation, was in that category. You know, um, there weren't too many, too many, too many people um, on that roster that were that were on that level of, you know, like I say, of you know, of move, moving the needle and drawing as much money the way that China did. You know, I mean, other than uh, Austin or Rock, you already know, uh, Taker, um, you could say, you know, like Triple H possibly, um, maybe, you know, maybe even Foley, but that's about it. You know, China was right in that vein, but for her, but for her to be denied the way that they did it, what, you know, was absolutely egregious. It was atrocious, you know, and not only that, but, you know, but also um, one of the things that, that the documentary, documentary touched on um, was the emergence of Stephanie McMahon, you know? And so, you know, especially, especially when her and everybody else knew that uh, China and Triple H were in a relationship at the time, you know, and the fact that uh, Stephanie start, you know, start to um, uh, more than develop feelings for Triple H, you know, to the point where um, she was essentially uh, a homewrecker. Uh, you know, essentially, you know, where she was essentially uh, a home wrecker. You know, where, where you know where where, where she um, broke. You know, you know, was she was she was you know vital in causing that relationship with you know uh, with China Triple H to deteriorate. You know, especially considering that you know that Stephanie, obviously, uh, being the boss's daughter and having the, the clout that she had, it's just that. You know, you know, all, all of a sudden, um, you know, it's, it's Triple H is being uh, has been lured, you know, has been pulled away from China. You know, obviously, you know, all of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden, so, you know, um, all of a sudden it just started to unravel at that point. You know, um, you know, like I said, you know, the relationship relationship that she had with Hunter uh, deteriorated. Um, you know what I mean? And, and, and so, like I said, you know, that they were locked in like this as, as far as being a couple um who knows what the plans that they could have had in the future and things like that so it's just that um as trips falls for stephanie and you know and just like and, and, and things like that and it's just like um china you know really didn't have didn't have um that much leeway that much pull and so um got to a point where you know, I guess it was like you know contract negotiations or something like that. You know, you know, at least, um, or at least, um, uh, to sign a new contract. Um, China was like, no, you know, um, you know, even even though in the documentary they den- they denied any type of um, you know resentment from WWE's standpoint or whatever, but in China's case, it was just too. She felt like it was the um, environment. Had become too toxic for um, for her to stay. So you know, so, you know, so, so of course, um, that's when, um, at that, you know, I, you know, I, you know, you know, so, so that's when um, the dynamics started to change, right? And, and so she wasn't, in you know, she, she wasn't really involved in those same sort of like prominent roles. Um, that she has, she's always been with the men, and 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 also I guess to the point where it's just like after you've already um, been such a dominant figure, you know, like I said, you know, going toe to toe with the men, it's just like, what else do you have next? 
next thing is to go for uh, the women's championship. So fast forward to WrestleMania 17. This is the feud that she had with Ivory, who was uh, with uh, Right to Censor at the time, right? It's, you know, it's, it's of course, um, this, you know, it's, so it's just like, it's great, but at the same time, sort of a bittersweet type of thing because of the fact that, um, I guess you could say that China had her WrestleMania moment as a singles competitor because, you know, because, you know, because she defeated Ivory for, for the, uh, for the women's championship. And not only did she beat her, but the way that she defeated Ivory, you know, and, and the way that she, even with the way that she pinned her, you know, I mean, you know, it, it was just like, okay, whatever, you know, like next, what else is new? So, you know, so, so, so at least um, China could say that she finally became the women, women's champion. Right. And so, and, and so, you know, so, so, so as far as that, um, that was, you know, that, that, that was a much needed, uh, f- you know, like I said, you know, that, that, was, that was a much needed um, uh, notch on a belt, notch on a resume, you know, and, um, you know, like, 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 you know, so, 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 as far, so as far as that, you know, it, it, but, you know, but like, you know, but like I said, let's, 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 um, it's, you know, like, you know, let me say, you know, so, so of course, um, even even with that, it's just like things started to you know you know you know you know I said you know you know and so you know, things really start started started to go down go downhill go downhill um, uh, only only in a matter of time, you know. So her, her relationship not only with Triple H deteriorated, um, she was all you know like I said, you know she was also um, in a relationship with with X Pac at the time, and um, you know I said, you know that you know that, that you know like I said that, that deteriorated as well. Um, you know, especially when it came to substance abuse, when it came to drugs, and um, you know, you know, so you know, so of course, um, things just you know, things just became volatile and became toxic to you know to the point where um, China was out the door, you know, and after that, um, things had never you know things um, you know after that um, uh, things had never, things had never been the same after that. You know what I mean? So, so it's just like, um, even though um, at the height of her career, she, you know, she, um, you know, even though at the height of her, at the height of her career, um, she was a playboy. Um, you know, you know, um, you know, like I said, you know, even though at the height of her career, you know, uh, she was a playboy. Um, she was on an episode of Celebrity Deathmatch. She was in Third Rock Under the Sun and things like that. So just as far as that. Um, you know, like, you know, like I said, you know, those are all the, all the great, all the you know, some of the great things that you know that, that took place when she was at, at the top of the game. But after you know, but after that, it's just like um, it was you know there the, the, there weren't so many doors uh, open for you know, and so it was just you know it was you know, like to, to the point where she started started getting typecast and really start to unravel, you know, so, you know, especially when it came to. Um, drug abuse, alcohol, substance abuse, you know, to, to the point where um, she was even on the surreal life. And this is just like when things really, st- you know, start to get like super duper tragic. And, you know, what I mean, it's, it's, you know, but, you know, but, um, you know, but, you know, but, um, but, you know, um, but, but even with that, there was even a point where um, she made her debut in uh, New Japan. And I must say that you know, I must say I must say when it came to that, um, she was actually 
rather impressive with it, right? And so, um, you know, but you know, like, like I said, you know, but, but even with that, that that was like a watershed um, situation, you know. But you know, but, you know, because you know, because after that, it just, you know, it just, this is like, you know, when things just really started to just spiral out of control for it, and um, you know, and, and I, I guess there, are, you know, so, so many other, you know, things. I'm, I guess I'm feels like I'm sort of like glossing over, but it's just that um, to see her just um, unravel and crumble the way that she did after being at the top of the mountain, it was, um, you know, it was a problematic to say the least, right? And, um, you know, it, it's, it's just that it's very unfortunate. It's horrible, um, you know, to, to, to see the way that she had been treated um, after WWE and what made even worse was the manager that she had, you know, this manager that scammed her, triggered her, triggered, um, you know, certain things about her life that, you know, that, that, that would just, you know, that, that just stay in the background, but it's just like, like and, and, and not only that, but this manager made her, uh, relationship with WWE even worse. The fact that they actually drove up to, you know, um, you know, the, the fact, the fact, she, the fact that they actually, um, drove to WWE headquarters and, um, he filmed her and they went and they went in there and, you know, and, and, and his manager, you know, started to, you know, started to make demands, you know, for her to have, uh, more money in the second and third and you know, stuff like that. And just, you know, uh, whatever. And, and it's just like, it was, just weird it was just you know like i said it, like I said, it was just uncomfortable it was just unbelievable you know just, just toxic and un unbelievable and things like that so when i saw that it made me think oh now i see why now i see one of the big reasons why uh they haven't mentioned her like that and why our relationship you know became so sour at the very very end because you had somebody that was in her ear that made things even worse for her you know and like you know, and, 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 and of course, I find find it very interesting that uh, Stephanie um, had never been interviewed on this episode. You know, um, you know, you know, you know, because of the fact that even though it's easy to make easy to make Triple H the scapegoat for this, but Stephanie was the one that really got in his ear the most. Stephanie was was the one who ultimately pulled the trigger to have China blacklisted. Um, for as long as she's been blacklisted, right? And um, you know, if, you know, so so of course, um, fast forward, you know, um, as China's condition just deteriorates even more, um, she even uh, lived. Uh, yeah, you know, in fact, um, there was even a time where she lived in Japan, I believe, and near the end. You know, you know, you know, I guess like like near the end, um, she lost a job that she had out there and stuff like that. It was like tragic. It was I say, you know, that was it was just a painful thing to see. Um, fast forward by the time we get to you know get to like April twenty first of twenty sixteen, um, China unfortunately unexpectedly uh, passed away, and 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 even with even in death. She could not catch a break because they made a complete spectacle. It was a dis it was a disgrace um, with her funeral. 
like I said, they like that that funeral was absolutely disgraceful. It was. I mean, it, it, like I said, it, it, it was it was downright pathetic, you know, with with the way that, um, you know, with the, with the way that things been handled, even in death, as I've said before, even in death, China could not catch a break. You know, um, she couldn't catch a break um, early on in her life. And it got to a point where she couldn't even catch a break um, near the end of her WWE, WWE career and at the end of her life. You know, there were, you know, like I said, it, it was just, you know, it, it was just very unfortunate um, you know, to, to you know, to see such an iconic figure like that crumble the way that she did, and I think that's, and for me, that's a big reason why I am so much of a China defender the way that I am, right? You know, you know, because best believe that as long as I have this podcast and as long as I have the platform that I have, I will defend China, you know, to the to the best of my abilities, right? And so, and and and, and think about it is that um, I will say this: there'll never be another China, you know. And, and of course, I'm glad that you know that they had um, Awesome Kong on there, that leader on there. Uh, I think they had Trish as well, you know. What I mean, and uh, Beth Phoenix, of course, speaking on behalf um, of China and speaking of, of her greatness. And the truth is, without China. You wouldn't have a Beth Phoenix. Without China, you wouldn't even have the women's revolution. Period. You know, um, like like I said, you know, like, like I said, when, when it came to, um, you know, when it came to women being as bold and as fierce as she was, and, and just having that presence, you know, China was, you know, you know, like I said, you know, China was at the forefront of that, you know, um, and so. Uh, you know, like I said, you know, China walked so these other women could run, right? You know, and and so, um, and and just looking back on her career and just looking back, looking back on what she brought to the table, if you can just imagine China in today's WWE, you know, in her prime, the possibilities would be endless when it, when it comes to matchups. Um, you know, not just WWE, but just just wrestling in general. When it came to when it comes to dream matchups, you know, everybody's quick to to throw out the um, you know the, uh, the obvious um, China versus Beth Phoenix. But I look beyond that more than that in a minute. But for instance, you have China versus Jay Cargill, China versus Rhea Ripley, China versus Bianca Belair, even China versus Oscar. You know, for what you know. Uh, for all I for all I care, right? Um, you know, it's, and, it's, it's, and, and and of course, you know, back to you know to the comparisons. It's just that um, as much as you get this out the way, as much as I respect Beth Phoenix and her career and and everything that she's accomplished, and um, you know, and, and it just the uh, you know, you know, and just the woman that she's become um, when it when it comes to uh, her and Edge raising the family and, and things like that. Let me, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. As much like I said, as much as I respect Beth, Beth Beth's career, I cannot put her on the same pedestal, on the same level and platform as China, because Beth was put in this was put in that position to be the replacement of China, to be the more family friendly, um, post attitude era version of China. Right. You know, so, so they needed 
um, you know, they they needed a woman who had strength, who you know, like who had a physique, someone who was a bodybuilder, someone who could have some type of presence, right? And so the closest one that they could find at that at the time was Beth Phoenix. So, like I said, there's no shade to Beth at all, but it's just that um, the fact that you know, the fact that it just felt so forced. These China these China comparisons felt so forced when it when it came when it came to Beth and you know, like like I said, you know, like you know, with these little dream matchups and things like that. It's just like yeah, you know, like it just feels kind of manufactured. Nothing against her, but it's just the the way it was presented, just the marketing of it. You know what I mean? Like you just check almost like a blonde China 2.0 type of thing. You know, the WWE was you know well you know uh, you know, was uh, was trying to promote and um, all in the name of uh, trying to erase China, act like you know to act as if she didn't exist and things like that. You know, and it's just like a you know you know that, that whole thing. You know what I mean, and and so um, that's why I can't put her in this same rankings as China, right? Um, whereas, however, when you look at Rhea Ripley, as defensive as I am when it comes when it comes to uh, China comparisons, and, I, and I'm gonna be, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm getting ready to wrap this up. But when it comes to Rhea, it just comes off as natural, you know, like I said, the fact that you know the fact that she's um, the bodyguard of, of of the Judgment Day. You know, she is to Judgment Day with China was the DX, you know, and, um, you know, and of, of course, when you look at Rhea's feats of strength, um, the fact the fact that she picked up, you know, the fact the fact that she slammed Lou Gallows, I mean, that speaks volume, volumes in, in and of itself, you know, and, and like, like I say, you know, just her emerge, especially when it comes to Judgment Day Rhea, you know, what I mean, this is like Rhea's the real life Android 18, you know, so if there was anybody that that I could really put China head to head with um, in today's WWE, it would, you know, like I said, it'll, it'll, um, it'll be some, it'll, you know, like I said, it'll be somebody like somebody, somebody like uh, Rhea Ripley, you know what I mean? You know, her, Bianca Belair as well, as, as I said before, you know, but, you know, but all in all, um, China's a trendsetter. She's participated in, in the men, in the, um, in the Royal Rumble and the King of the Ring. Um, she's been on the cover of Playboy. She's uh, a former, um, intercontinental champion like multi-time intercontinental champion former women's champion and last but not least china deserves so much better and i need to say this china deserves to be in the wwe hall of fame by herself and i am hoping i'm hoping and believing that this documentary would further push that campaign to put her in the hall of fame on her own you know and i've done a list of the top 10 greatest women's wrestlers, you know, especially last year. And, and, and of course I'm going to repost it, um, you know, social media as well. In my estimation, I have China as number one, even if she's not number one, as long as she's in like the top four, top five, as long as she's in that conversation for me, that's all that matters. Nothing below number five, you know, um, and, and, and of course, you know, of course, there are those, you know, who's, you know, who still mention China, still acknowledge her, um, you know, as, you know, like I said, you know, WWE put her number four on the list, barely even put China in her Mount Rushmore um, when she was uh, on uh, when she was uh, on, on Stone Cold's podcast and things like that. So, um, and, and, and of course, and of course, the fact that, you know, that the DX, um, you know, acknowledged China at the Hall of Fame induction, they had to, of course, you know, what I mean, but, you know, but the thing is, China is long overdue for being in the hall of fame 
by herself. You know, so I'm hoping that WWE Triple H, you know, knows what's best for business. Pun it, you know, if you will, if I could, you know, use that use that catchphrase, and you know, you know, what's right right for business, and put this woman in the Hall of Fame. She was a trendsetter. She was a pioneer. She was a needle mover. She was a one of a kind, once in a generation um, talent when it came, when it came to women's wrestling. And so, you know, said long, you know, long live, rest in peace, the ninth wonder of the world, China. Now, of course, this is the part of the show where I give birthday shout outs. Of course, on March 4th, Bobby Womack, Bobby Womack would have turned 79. On March 5th, Bishop Marvin L. Winans, uh, of course, of the iconic gospel group, the Winans. Uh, turned 65. Of course, the late great Tina Marie turn, would have turned 67. Of course, Cowboys legend and football Hall of Famer, the legend, legendary wide receiver, the playmaker Michael Irvin, turned 57 on March 5th as well. On March 6th, basketball Hall of Famer, the iconic uh, Laker legend Shaquille O'Neal, turned 51. On March 6th, of course, you know, of course, a comedy legend D.O. Hughley turned 60. On March, on March 8th, uh, Leon course better known for his roles in the five five heartbeats above the rim cool runnings temptations turned 61 of course on march 8th chad gable turned 37 on march 9th melina turns 44 former wwe women's champion melina turns 44 of course wwe hall of famer one half of the legendary steiner brothers the dog face gremlin rick steiner turns 62 on march 9th of course you know of course music music legend uh former leader of um lead singer of ltd Jeffrey Osborne, Jeffrey Osborne turns 75. Of course, um, on March 9th, YG turns 33. And on that same day, Krista B from Those Wrestling Girls turns 33 as well. On March 10th, Timberland turns 51. Jasmine Guy from A Different World turns 61. Of course, Pam Oliver turns 62. Kiki, Kiki Wyatt turns 41. Of course, on March 11th, Shad Moss, formerly known as Bow Wow, turns 36. And, of course, Lakers... You know, of course, the uh, Lakers uh, center, Anthony Davis, turns 30. And before I go, I'd like to give a, give a word of wisdom. Never underestimate the favor that God has given you. You are victorious because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. When you put when you put God in first place, you don't have to worry about being in last place. Please make sure, make sure to listen to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, uh, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else, anywhere else that you download podcasts. And thank you very much for listening, and may this day be the very best day of your life.